joy all the time. Yeah. Ooh, no drama. Shalom, everyone. This is Evangelist James, 
with Watchman Street Ministry here on Repent Radio on Anchor Radio on Spotify. Praise Ahia through Yeshia. We don't need no stumbling blocks around us. And uh, that was by Fred and Genius 7 on YouTube. And he's also on Facebook under Tazadak Shah. Praise Ahia through Yeshia. And this episode's going to be called. <clears throat> a few bad apples. What a few bad apples can do. And we're going to be in Numbers chapter 13. Praise Ahia through Yeshia. I know there ain't no bad apple here. But. Anyways, let's get to Numbers 13. We'll start at verse 1. And Ahiah spake unto Moshe, or Moses, saying, Send thy men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Yasharala, of every tribe of their fathers shall ye send a man every one a ruler among them. And Moshe, by the commandment of Ahiah, sent them from the wilderness of Paran. All those men were heads of the children of Yasharala. Okay, these people were the heads of the people of Yasharala that Moses is sending to scout out the land that Ahiah is wanting to give them, you know, Israel. And, well, or Yasharala is the true name, not Israel. And these were the names of the tribe of Reuben, Shamua, the son of Zachar, of the tribe of Simeon, Shaphat, the son of Hori, of the tribe of Yehuda or Judah, Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, of the tribe of Issachar, Egal, the son of Joseph, of the tribe of Ephraim, Oshea, the son of Nun, of the tribe of Benjamin, Palti, the son of Raphu, of the tribe of Zebulun, Gadiel, the son of Saudi, of the tribe of Joseph, namely of the tribe of Manasseh, Gadi, the son of Susi. Reason they said namely of the tribe of Manasseh when they said the tribe of Joseph was because uh, Ephraim 
Manasseh's brother, Oshia, who they call Joshua, the son of Nun, is of the tribe of Ephraim. So when they come with an example of Joshua being Yeshaya, well, uh, Yeshaya is a tribe of Judah, while Joshua or Oshia is of Ephraim, two different tribes. Though so remember that. Of the tribe of Dan, Amiel, the son of Gamali. Of the tribe of Asher, Sether, the son of Michael. Of the tribe of Naphtali, Nabi, the son of Bafsi. Of the tribe of Gad, Guel, the son of Machi. These are the names of the men which Moshe sent to spy out the land, and Moshe called Oshia the son of Nun, Jehoshua, or Joshua. And Moshe sent them to spy out the land of Canaan, and said unto them, Get you up this way southward, and go up into the mountain, and see the land, what it is, and the people that dwelleth therein, whether they be strong or weak, few or many, and what the land is that they dwell in, whether it be good or bad, and what cities they be that they dwell in, whether in tents or in strongholds. And what the land is, okay, whether it be fat or lean, whether there be wood therein or not, and be ye of good courage, and bring of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the time of the first ripe grapes. So they went up and searched the land from the wilderness of Zen unto Rehob, as men come to Hamath. And they ascended by the south and came unto Hebron, where all men, Shishai, and Talmai, the children of Anak, were. Now, Hebron was built seven years before Zon in Mitzrayim, or Egypt. 
And they came into the brook of Eshcol and cut down from thence a branch with one cluster of grapes. And they bare it between two upon a staff. And they brought of the pomegranates and of the figs. The place was called the brook Eshcol because of the cluster of grapes, which the children of Yasharala cut down from thence. And they returned from searching of the land after forty days. So they were there forty days scouting. They see Anak, the children of Anak there, which are the giants. Remember that. And uh, then these clusters of grapes taken two men, two upon a staff. And it says, And they returned from searching of the land after forty days. Here's the part. And they went and came to Moshe and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Yasharala unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We come unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. So they showed him that fruit. But here's the part where they become bad apples. Okay. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are wild and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. Remember, Anak's the giants. So here's a kicker what it, what I'm trying to bring across. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites, and the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea, and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people before Moshe, and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. And, but the men that went up with him, okay, said, we'd be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. In other words, they become bad apples because they are scared of these people. And, and they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Yasharala, saying, The land 
through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of a great stature. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. Think about that. Well, what does this make them being bad apples for? Well, consider Ahia done showed a miracle after miracle after miracle about him fighting the battles for him. Like, remember Egypt? When they came, the exodus from Egypt, couldn't he do the same thing there? Like Caleb said, Caleb said, let's go and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. Him and Joshua, or Jehoshua, Oshia, of none. Okay, Numbers 14. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people went that night. And all the children of Yasharala murmured against Moshe and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would Allah hang that we had died in the land of Mitzrayim, or would Allah we had died in this wilderness? And uh, wherefore hath the Hayah brought us into this land to fall by the sword that our wives and our children should be a prey? Were it no better, not better for us to return into Mitzrayim or Egypt? And they said one to another, Let us make a captain and let us return into Mitzrayim. Then Moshe and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Yasharala. And Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephunneh, which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes. And they spake unto all the company of the children of Yasharala, saying, The land which we passed through to search it is an exceeding great good land. If Ahia delight in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it us, a land which floweth with milk and honey. Only rebel not ye against Ahia, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bread for us. Their defense is departed from them. 
and Ahiah is with us. Fear them not. But all the congregation bade stone them with stones, and the glory of Ahiah appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Yasharala. You don't want to get Ahiah mad. Think about this. Ahiah is the one that told Moses or Moshe to send these people, you know, to uh, scout the land out. Well, if he sent the people to do that, wouldn't you think that he would uh, fight for them, that he would walk with them? He has since the Egypt, you know, and they forget that. But anyway, back to this. If, okay, but all the congregation bade stone them with stones, and the glory of Ahiah appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Yasharala. And Ahiah said unto Moshe, how long will this people provoke me? And now, long will it be here? They believe me for all the signs which I never showed among them. Pardon if y'all hear people in the I'm parked over here at a truck stop. And the Hagia said unto Moshe, How long would this people provoke me, and how long will it be? Are they believe me for all the signs which I have showed among them? Think about it. All these signs that Ahiah showed them. And they don't believe them. And he's the one that created everything. So he goes, I will smite them with the pestilence and disinherit them and will make of thee a greater nation and mightier than they. And Moshe said unto Ahiah, Then the Mitzrayim shall hear it, or thou broughtest up this people in the might from among them, and they will tell it to the inhabitants of this land, for they have heard that thou, Ahiah, art mighty, or art among this people, that thou, <clears throat> Ahiah, art seen face to face, and that thy cloud standeth over them, and that thou goest before them by day time in a pillar of a cloud 
and in a pillar of fire at night. Now if thou shalt kill all this people as one man, then the nations which have heard the fame of thee will speak, saying, Because Ahijah was not able to bring this people into the land which he sware unto them, therefore he hath slain them in the wilderness. This is Moses talking to Ahijah, the man which he sware unto them, therefore he hath slain them in the wilderness, and now I beseech thee, let the power of Ahijah be great according as thou hast spoken, saying, Ahijah is long-suffering and of great mercy, forgiven iniquity and transgression, and by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation. Pardon, I beseech thee, the iniquity of this people according unto the greatness of thy mercy. And as thou hast forgiven this people from Mitzrayim even until now. And the highest said, I have pardoned according to thy word. But as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of Ahijah. And because all those men which have seen my glory and my miracles which I did in Mitzrayim and in the wilderness and have tempted me now these ten times and have not hearkened to my voice, surely they shall not see the land which I swear unto their fathers. Neither shall any of them that provoke me see it. But my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him, and hath followed me true fully, him will I bring into the land whereinto he went, and his seed shall possess it. So Caleb and uh, Joshua will be the ones to go in there to the promised land when they go get it. Because those people, the bad apples causing all of them Israelites to miss it. Because these bad apples, well, those giants over there, and uh, we're like grasshoppers. Well, in our lives, we do have giants that we've got to, you know, to uh, fight out. That would seem, because we have problems sometimes, and the problem seems bigger than they really are. And yet, somebody will go around being a bad apple, you know, saying, you know, that's just uh, that problem you got that is so big and stuff, or you ain't. 
and they'd probably most of the time some of them be laughing because we know that actually those people having them think uh, the uh, reports about these uh, giants and all these people being such big and everything. You know that the enemy stepped in there. You know Satan got in there in the back of it because he was going and he goes completely against what Ahia wants. And so it was probably a combination of their flesh and Satan getting in there. And uh, making them think that it's a bigger problem than it really was. Because how is it a problem? You would have to think. Well, Ahias told Moses to send us to scout out the land. Surely Ahia knows what's there. That's what we've got to really remember. Because when you come to Ahia through Yeshia, you've got to know that your problems aren't as big and Ahia can cure you. He can uh, help you win any battle. So, uh, don't be scared of these giants. Even if you believe that you look like a uh, grasshopper. And don't let others come in there telling you that uh, like they did, you know, we can't win this battle. We can't win because those would be bad apples coming in there. Because it can't be good fruit telling you that, uh, oh, you're not going to, you know. So uh, remember that. But there's one way you can have the victory is by repentance and baptism. Because if you don't repent of your sins, then your sins will be more and more and then it'd be you could start with a heart of flesh and wind up with a, those uh, hearts of stone, which you don't want to have. You want to have the, you don't want to harden your hearts. And remember, if you sin, Repent and follow Yeshaya and uh, 
you need to get baptized. In the names of Ahiah, Yeshia, and the Holy Spirit, for the remission of sins and for the sins of your forefathers. We uh, all need to repent. And one thing, this time of year, don't get involved with Christmas. That's a pagan holiday. And we're told in the Bible not to have, it don't say Christmas trees, but it describes Christmas trees to a T that it does not want you learning the ways of the heathen. And so you've got to remember, don't be uh, having Christmas trees. And remember, Santa is Satan. There's one way, proof for it, is... One thing, it's made up, so it's a lie when you tell your children. And another is, they've all, both those names, Santa and Satan's got the same letters. Only difference is for Santa, the N is in the middle. But if you put the end to the end, you get Satan. Think about that. And then who is Santa's helper? None other than Krampus, a demon. Or devil. Who kidnapped babies and or children and beat them and probably eats them. So you don't want the Krampus spirit. You don't want to be Krampus. Look up Krampus. That's part of everybody's, uh, surely Krampus has nothing to do with the Savior. Think about it. And, uh, you've got Santa wears a red and red suit no they paint the devil red or Satan red think about it so you don't want to do Christmas because if those are lies what else is and then you're trying to celebrate Christ's birthday when actually December 25th is Nimrod's birthday. 
and Tammuzes. Think about it. You want to celebrate your shyest birthday. Do the Feast of Tabernacles. The Feast of Tabernacles is when Yeshaya was born. Where Ahaya tabernacled with man. And another thing is do not take that vaccine. And back in October, what I understand is back in October, uh, the uh, WHO, the World Health Organization, and Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and uh, Johns Hopkins did another, uh, what you would call, uh, Event 201. This time, about a catastrophic contagion. So they don't give up. Ain't no going back to the old normal. Because they are serious about the new world order. And you know they're working on the one world religion too. But I'm going to preach to the mountaintop that uh, repent and get right with the higher through Yeshia. The only way to heaven is through Yeshia. Not Buddha, not Krishna, not Muhammad or Allah but by Yeshaya Yasha uh, what about saying his name in English okay Savior Salvation Yasha means Savior, means salvation. Yeshaya means my Savior, my salvation.
And the most high is Ahaya Ashar Ahaya. That's what he told Moses. Well, what's his name in English? I am that I am. I am sent me into you. Right there in Exodus chapter 3. Verse 14. People, you do not want to take that vaccine. Could be the mark of the beast. If it ain't exactly the mark, well, how can we say it's not? Because they're wanting to chip you. They're wanting to uh, get you a digital passport. But what's that digital passport for? To prove you were marked that you were, you took the vaccine. They call it the vaccine passport. So in order to get that, you've got to take the vaccine. So, looks like the vaccine would be the mark. Think about it. It's not over yet because of, uh, well, it ain't, uh, it can't be the mark because we're still buying and selling. Well, not for long. Some people saying you need to take your money out of the banks and everything by January 1st. Because it'll be going to digital currency in the banks. I don't know how true it is completely, but I mean, sounds legit. But people, heed to it. Because it may be true. January 1st may start the, uh, what you'd call, because it's the pagan New Year. Why are you saying pagan New Year? Because the true New Year's is either March or April. when uh, the month of Abib starts. And then on the 14th day of Abib would be Passover. And then the 15th for seven days, 15th through the 22nd of the month of Abib would be uh, the Feast of Unleavened Bread.
So, but now know that too. So when we say pagan New Year's, that's what we mean. New Year's is not January 1st. Everything's dead during that time. Dead of winter. Ain't that what they say? Dead winter? Well, and a lot of people talks about dark winter. Well, that's what Johns Hopkins talks about all the time. And, uh, Joe Biden, the president, he goes, it's going to be a dark winter. Going to be a dark winter. Well, it's dark right now, but it's not winter. We'll be in a few days. But praise Ahia. People, you need to repent of your sins and get right with the Ahia through Yeshaya. No bad apple here. We'll tell you to repent. It'll be good apples here. But anyway, the earth is flat. The true Jews are black. But people, we need to repent because Yeshua is coming back. And when he does, he's coming back with the vengeance, with the sword. And when you end your prayers, don't say amen. Because when you say amen, you're invoking an Egyptian god named Amen Ra. So when you say Amen and you're praising God, well, you're invoking Amen Ra. You may not think so, because you may say, well, amen means so be it. In English, yeah, but does it mean it? I mean, when you end your prayer with the name of another God, wouldn't that be turning around and invoking him and then that puts the true God, which is Ahia, Eshar Ahia, who's a jealous Allahim, 
I mean, I don't want to make him jealous because he says, do not, he does not share his glory with no other. So if you're going around ending your prayers, well, when we end them, we may say, Amen, A-H-M-A-N, which means so be it. In the Paleo-Hebrew, But we don't go amen because amen is a Egyptian god. So it tripped me out. I used to say amen all the time. I used to go amen, amen. I used to all the time, but next thing I know, I seen that and I'm like, I'm invoking an Egyptian god. Oh, I repented of it. Because the only God I want to serve is Ahia, Asha Ahia. I am that I am. That God. Not any other. And I don't want to be doing any defaults. I don't want Yeshaya saying to me, uh, away from me, you worker of iniquity. That's why I try to uh, stay with the word and try to study. And my wife, Louise, does the same. She studies, and I do too. And we do need y'all's prayers. And... But when you do uh, say amen in your prayers, you are actually invoking amen Ra. So think about that. Do you want to wind up hearing that 
Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I do not want to hear that. And when they say that, oh, the law was done away with, I can eat what I want, I can do what I want. Yeah, you've got free will. But is that free will going to help you? Think about that, people. Study to show thyself approved. Why is a lot of people going to the dietary well and were not eating meat, animal meat? It's something being a vegetarian. And staying at truck stops and stuff. It is hard, but praise the higher it can be done. But anyways. <clears throat> there's scripture to show. Thou shalt not kill. You know... They tried to teach us not to read the Bible. Because I was, I started out Catholic as a child. Then when I started reading the scriptures, I'm not Catholic anymore. Think about that. First thing came to when I started reading the scriptures, call no man father, for you only got one father, and that's your heavenly father. And then the second one was one mediator between God and man, and that is Yeshua Christ. Well... That knocked out the confession. So then you'd study more. Bam. Well, I ain't going back to that church. So, praise Ahia. Through Yeshia, you learn the truth, and then a lot of your friends go against you. But the thing is, do you want to know the truth or not? You know the truth. He says the truth will make you free. Do you want to be free? Repent of your sins and surrender your life to Yeshia. Mashiach, or you could say Yeshua Christ, and live for Him. Get baptized in the names of a Haya Yeshua and the Holy Spirit for the remission of sins and for the sins of your forefathers.
you won't be scared of these giants. But did you know that they made come back? According to scripture. As in the days of Noah. As in the days, yeah, as in the days of Noah, there was giants here. And he said there would be giants before the flood and after the flood. Not trying to scare y'all, just preaching truth. Yeshua is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by Yeshua. And when he comes back, he's not going to be white. When he was here before, he was black. He was a black man. That's going to wake up a bunch of uh, white men. They see his picture on the wall at the churches all the time. And yeah, he's a white man. Well, when he comes back and he's a black and not white, that may be one reason why it'll be so much the army against him. Because they won't agree with his color. I mean, I'd hate to say that, but when you see all the racism that's going on in this world, I used to be racist myself. But praise Ahaya, he set me free from it. He can do the same for you. He can do, if he did it for me, he can do it for you too. I mean, I started seeing that. I mean, scriptures. Jeremiah says it in uh, Lamentations chapter 5, verse 10. I am black. And we'll get on that subject in a future broadcast. And y'all be blessed in Yeshua's mighty name and peace and shalom.